Hi, I'm Charmaine J. And I'm Karis. And welcome, guys, to our new podcast, Yay. Uncommon Humanity. Humanity. Woo! Yay! I'm excited, but I'm also a little bit like, uh, right now. <laughs> because it's the first episode. So, alright, guys, we've actually recorded episode two, three, and four. Yep, that's right. But this is like our eighth take of. The ep- first episode. Of the first episode. <laughs> or maybe just like the, the front part of the first episode. Yeah. Yeah, because we're so nervous. I'm very nervous. Are you nervous? Yes. Okay, we're going to try very hard not to be nervous, okay? Mm. So for those of you tuning in, um, I'm Charmaine. I'm the lead pastor of The Evolution. And Karis is... The youth pastor. Yeah. Wow, that came out so smooth, eh? That is the result of the <laughs> <laughs> yeah, youth, 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 all listen, uh, all the TV youth tuning in, right? You know, she cannot call herself faster. She just cannot bring herself <laughs> to call herself faster. So you guys need to do it for her next year. Call until she stops cringing. <laughs> pastor carries, pastor carries. <laughs> okay, so anyway, right, um, we're dropping this today because uh, this year, yep. our church was supposed to launch. Oh, we yes. just changed our name last year to yeah. The Evolution, all those of you who don't know. And we were supposed to officially launch the church this year, but then we ran straight into... COVID. COVID <laughs> happened. Yeah. COVID happened to all of us. Mm. And so the launch didn't happen, mm. which... I don't know lah. I'm kind of disappointed not disappointed lah. Because I think it was a good thing in the end. Yeah. We got really creative this year and we yeah. became more ourselves. Yes. And so one of the things we're doing in lieu of that until we can launch the church is we are dropping this crazy podcast. <laughs> Yay. So Carries, why are we doing this podcast? Well, uh, we're doing it because I think the main thing, one of it is we really want to give people a glimpse uh, especially those who are in TiVo, mm-hmm. a glimpse of what we talk about, what we think about. What sometimes me and Karis bore the team about. <laughs> <laughs> but it's interesting stuff. To us. Important la. stuff. No lah, we'll make it interesting for all you two Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, the two of us like to go down rabbit holes about things. Mm. Yeah, all kinds of things. Huh? Yeah. Philosophy. Anything. Neuroscience. <laughs> Leadership. Podcast that we are listening to. Yeah. Yeah. So the second reason is I think uh, we want to have conversations about culture and leadership and a little bit about Christianity because we feel like those conversations have been stuck for quite a while mm. lately, uh, except for a few amazing voices, which we will give a shout out to as yeah. we go on that we listen to and are just so amazed by and changed by. Um, and so this is going to be a chance for the two of us to work out our thoughts. Mm. It's also, um, we're going to have some guests come on probably. Oh, wow. Hopefully people who will really push our thinking and yeah. break our boundaries. Um, and for those of you who are not from our church tuning in, we hope that it really helps you out a little bit in your faith. Yeah. yeah. So Karis, actually personally, right, what are you looking forward to? Looking forward to deeper conversations, interesting thoughts, and also all the guests that are coming on. <laughs> all the guests that are coming on. So that they can talk and you don't have to talk, is it? No. Like get a chance uh, to hear how they think. Yeah, I'm looking forward to like doing this thing with you. Oh, yeah. I really enjoy our conversations. Yeah, because guys, right, you know, when we go on holiday, right, or it's late at night in the office, mm. the two of us can really, really go at it. Yeah, then her best friend gets super bored. 
<laughs> like halfway is like, oh my god. <laughs> 1 a.m. Why is like, what is what Pastor talking and Carrie's about talking about? Like, what the brain? <laughs> yeah, okay. So anyway, right. Today's episode is going to be the evolution. Of the evolution. Yeah. So as we said, we just went through a name change. And it's because yeah. of some significant um, thoughts that we've had over the past five years that have caused us to evolve and to change and to think differently about our faith. Uh. Yes. Yeah. Now, so the reason why we're getting into this, right, is because we feel that in the past, I don't know, a couple of years especially, mm. right, there's been a lot of deconstruction going on uh, in Christianity. I don't know if it's the case with other religions. I mean, there's certainly something going on in the larger mm. culture. But for us, because we're in Christianity, we feel it pretty strongly. Uh, I mean, the past couple of years, for example, we've had some big heroes that we grew up with mm. in in the church. Like, for example, Hillsong's Marty Samson yeah. announced that he was deconstructing mm. his faith. Yeah. And he got so much hate online and oh, quite my. a bad response from some leaders in Singapore. Mm. Um, and then there was also Joshua jo- Harris. Yeah, Joshua Harris. Yeah, the who author wrote, of the... I kiss dating goodbye. Yeah, which... I don't know, you know. People are so up in arms about that book, eh. I'm 50-50, eh. Mm. I think there's bad, bad, bad results Mm-mm. from it. But I also think that there was some good stuff. So I don't yeah. know how I feel about that one. Yep. But anyway, I, I feel personally that there's been a huge change in the questions young people are mm. asking. Yes. I think there's a lot of questions millennials want to ask but dare not bring up in the church. Yeah. And I think the conversation is actually leaning towards wanting to become very sophisticated and mm. very nuanced. Yeah. I mean, that's the case, right? I think with the, even the younger ones coming in. Yeah, even with the younger youth that are coming in, they're asking deeper questions about spirituality. Yeah, and, and they will actually ask you like, but what does this mean in the Bible? And what does that mean in the Bible? Yeah. They really have very different questions. Huh? Yes, curious yeah. and very... Yeah, because our church is predominantly young people. Mm. Uh, young adults and young people. So... So, we can really feel it that culture is really changing. Yeah. And in my opinion, I think God is actually really moving. And I think it's the church now that really needs to keep up and start to evolve with God as He moves in culture. Yeah. Yeah. So, Pastor, what about culture is changing? Mm. So, I think first and foremost, I think in the larger picture of things, right, we are living in very... Yeah. Oh, turbulent, <laughs> turbulent times, yes. right? Um, in a good way, Mm-mm. but very, very disconcerting. Because I think like a lot of issues that have been always there are now emerging to the forefront. Mm. Um, for example, diversity, mm. inclusiveness, yeah. uh, yes. gender, which we talk a lot about in our church, uh, sexuality, racism yeah. this year is a big one. Uh, climate change is another mm. huge pressure that I think our generation is dealing with in a way that our parents didn't deal with. Mm. Yeah, so I think on a large scale, right, there's all these really major shifts in in thinking, shifts in language, shifts in perceptions. Um, and then on the on the spiritual level, you start to see like there's a lot of disconnect nowadays. Not just Christians with their faith, but I think even non-Christians... Mm. And how they feel about organized religion. Mm. Yeah, and, and I think you pointed out, right? It's yeah. more than just the relevant issue. Yeah, which is they're not just thinking on in terms of like how relevant the church is, like on the exterior factor, mm. like the lights, the sounds, 
Um, Whether we wear Nike sneakers. <laughs> <laughs> How you look, basically. You're not wearing Nike sneakers oh. today. Why is so irrelevant? <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> yeah, okay, go on, go on. Yeah, so they're asking deeper questions, I think. Mm. They are really mm. asking how the Bible answers questions yeah. to all the issues that are surfacing in the world. Like whether it meets real life. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so so yeah, it's funny, right? So we have a few people that do come around our church every now and then and they love us and they love our church and we consider them very good friends. Mm. One of them is my uni mate, Vania. Mm. And she, she comes out every now and then, a few times a year. But I think the big hindrance to her really like being planted in the church is just she's so disillusioned with organized religion and the bad effects she's seen it create. Yeah. yeah. It's a strange thing. Like I, I wonder whether, you know, Vania, I wonder whether any one day you'll you'll be regular in church. But <laughs> like but but I get it, you know, and it's not and it's she's not someone that is like looking to be offended or looking mm. to to just find an excuse not to come to church. But I think it's just really a big obstacle. Uh. Yeah. Like she believes in God, believes in Jesus. Yeah, loves our community, loves our church. But she just can't find that connection point. Yeah, she can't reconcile the issue of of organized religion. Mm. Yeah. yeah. I, I really wonder actually whether this happens in other faiths or it's unique to Christianity. Yeah, I'm curious. I'm really yeah. curious. I'm sure it happens, but I wonder if it's on the scale that we're experiencing. Mm. Yeah. Well, if it's just Christianity, I'll be very, very worried. Very sad. <laughs> very sad, yeah. <laughs> um, then I think there's also people who are disillusioned specifically with evangelical Christianity. Mm. Um, and the very fundamental evangelical Christianity that in, and in the last few years has been very prominent. Yeah. Um, I think partly because of the US and <laughs> then in Singapore too. Mm. Uh, we shall mention one, <laughs> but you know what I mean? Yes. So I was on a podcast recently, right? Uh, on Just Say Only. So Ooh. shout out to Cassie. You have Yay. an amazing podcast. Um, and she got me on to talk about religion and mm. to talk about how can we do religion better? Yeah. Yeah. And I think one of the things, so Cass, thanks for sharing this. Like she she shared was that she grew up Catholic, very fundamental Catholic, and was told, you do this, you go to hell, you do that, you go to hell. And so it wasn't a great experience. And then in her teenage years, her friends invited her to contemporary Christian church, which mm. is generally la. And I would classify us in that category. Yeah. Contemporary evangelical, high pressure, very, very militant with evangelism <laughs> and and just got really turned off as well. Uh. So Cass, sorry that happened to you. Mm. But I think one of the wonderful things she shared was she said, deep down inside, like, I, I want to have a relationship with God and and I want my kids to be able mm. to come to church. And I, But I want church to be a safe space where they can explore and they can ask the hard questions and mm. not just be told quick answers yeah. and rules. And and I think one of the fears she shared also is that because of all that she's been taught at the back of her mind, she goes, I've done all these things. Like, am I too far away from God to ever come back? Mm. And, I, and I was very stunned by that question because I think our church has grown differently yeah. in the past couple of years. And the only thing I could say to her was, I feel, you know, you might feel that way, but for all you know, God's actually bringing you closer mm. to Him than further away. Yeah. And... And I think I think a lot of people just need to hear more of that right now. That God isn't as simplistic as you do one wrong thing and you're going to hell. 
But there's this journey that he's taking us mm. on to come closer to him. Uh. Yeah. Yeah, so definitely I think that's one of the obstacles right now that we need to be better at, at showing the love and goodness of God. Yeah. Yeah. There's yeah, also yeah. like growing number of people who are disillusioned, not just with fundamental churches, but also with contemporary, yeah. <laughs> relevant churches. I mean, Because <laughs> I was joking with one of my best friends a few weeks ago. I said, sometimes contemporary church is really just fundamentals and Nikes. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and again, if you are tuning on YouTube, right, I am wearing Nike shoes, okay? I know nothing against like being yeah. hip and fashionable. Yes. <laughs> but I do think we've, it's almost as though I think we've taken relevancy so far. Oh, yeah. That we've updated the clothes. We've updated mm, the lights. Mm. We've updated even the language with hipper words and hipper yeah. slogans. And we use inclusivity. We use things like come as you are. <laughs> but in essence, nothing has changed. And mm. I think that's really what the problem is. Yeah, and yeah. that's really problematic, I gotta yeah. say. Yeah, no, I think that really is the problem, right? Because... Mm. Really, again, I feel like even right now, but that could be because things are changing. Mm -hmm. There are very few voices right now in Christianity that are looked to for genuinely new content, genuinely new thoughts on the faith, genuinely mm. new engagements with Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I find that really, really tough and really, really difficult. It's as though now I feel almost being relevant has become the obstacle to, to really knowing Jesus. Yeah. Yeah, and being really deep with our faith. Yes. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, but then, PC, the truth is that like social justice, caring for the poor, all these are like inherent part of the gospel. I mean, they've mm. always been mm. present in the gospel. So, yeah, what's the problem <laughs> with the? I mean, it's interesting, right? Yeah, with us, I mean, after with you us. guys have gone through biblical interpretation class with yeah. me, are you a little bit stunned that? Yeah. Yeah. It feels like you're reading a whole other Bible. Yes. Isn't that weird? Yeah, that we've never seen it this way. Yeah, because I think the thing is the Bible is so porous and so open mm. to viewpoint and interpretation that if you grow up with something long enough and it's rehearsed to you on the pulpit long enough, you start to see only one side of the gospel. That is the ABCs of how to say the sinner's prayer mm. and get saved. And then after that, I don't know, the five purposes which yeah. we do in our church. You worship, you fellowship, you... <laughs> Yeah. Etc. Etc. And and then you just get stuck seeing only that. Mm. And you don't realize that. But the whole Bible is about social justice, it's about changing humanity and changing the world and carrying a different spirit and value system. Ah. Yeah. So if anything, I think culture becoming more social justice orientated right now, all the diversity, all the new conversations and the deeper conversations. I actually think Christianity has such a potential to rise to that conversation because it's actually our whole Bible. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. But basically that being said, it doesn't mean that personal salvation, personal success, mm -hmm. personal significance is not at all important, right? No, they're very important because at the end of the day, um, well, Christmas is coming around soon, mm. right? One of the reasons Jesus came was to set us free to be our best selves, yeah. to be love and goodness. And, and not just so we can be happy and successful, have a big bank account, <laughs> but so that we can be love and goodness to others, love and goodness to the world. And in doing so, 
salvation permeates not just that one human being, but the community and mm. everything. Uh, and for us, we believe a lot in creation care and like the whole of creation is included in that. Yeah. Yeah. So I actually think Christianity has way more potential. But the way it's fighting right now against that, uh, as though like this is some tide trying to take away Actually, it's very funny, right? I go, maybe you should let the tide come. Uh, let the tsunami into the church. You know, bring gender equality. <laughs> bring anti-racism into the church. Yeah. Because in some sense, then it's almost as though culture is doing a little bit better than Christianity. Oh, no. Okay, there. I said it. <laughs> I have, okay, like, let's, let's swing the conversation yes. around before I say something I regret. <laughs> so, so, we used to yeah. be called Revival Nation. Okay, thank you for saying that for me. <laughs> like, their name used to be so cool 10 years ago, 15 years ago. It's still cool though to Where some of the cool? youth. <laughs> oh my gosh, like the Revival Nation. Who knows what Revival means if you're not a Christian? That's true too. <laughs> do they even know, our youth know what Revival means, man? I think they know. Something to do with like, we resurrecting. <laughs> oh yeah, that name uh, gives me so much grief. Eh. You know, even like boomers, right? Whenever they come to our church, why y'all call the church Revival Nation only? You almost call it Revival Nations. Nations. <laughs> oh, I remember that. Yeah, but anyway, okay. So back to this, right? Actually, we were doing very well as a church, mm. um, as Revival Nation. We were a growing church. We were always a youth church. So yeah. we had lots of young people. Um, and... And we really, actually, by the time we were hitting the fifth year, we were really growing all. We were like, mm. growing pretty quickly. Yeah. And we could have get, kept going, but I don't know lah. For me personally, it felt at that point of time, even though we were doing everything that we were supposed to be doing, like something was still kind of missing inside. Mm. Yeah. And I, I don't know whether you guys felt it, but as a lead pastor, I felt it. And I was feeling burnt out by the whole, just keep, Win soul, win soul, disciple, grow the CG, multiply the CG. Mm. And not again, not that yeah. I don't believe, we actually still do, do those yeah. things, so let yes. me qualify. But but something in me kind of wasn't wasn't satisfied. Yeah, and then I went away to seminary. Yeah. Um, so that's part of our story too. I went away to seminary in California, Fuller Seminary. And while I was there, I had a revolution of my faith. Mm. Like... Um, you know, people were warning me before I went to seminary, <laughs> like, you're going to go there and seminary become the graveyard of your faith. <laughs> but, listen, uh, that did not happen. <laughs> like, actually, my faith actually resurrected and it came to life in a, mm. in a deeper way that made, brought me so much joy. And the great thing was because I was flying back and forth, yeah. I had to do one term there mm. and then come back home and run the church mm. and do one, go back and do one term back and forth. Um... Our church actually, our team got a chance to every time I learned something, for mm. I got to bring it back and yeah. discuss it with y'all. And as I grew in my idea of the gospel as a social justice gospel, our team also began to grow into that yeah. significantly. That's true. Yeah. Actually, what was it like for y'all? That process? Because I have a very, from my <laughs> point of view, right? But for y'all, right, being here, what was that like? What I mean, was it like running church? Oh my. <laughs> I, oh, running church. Obviously, I think the first thing is all of us was like, wow, there's so much things to think about. Right, right, right. So many decisions, so many factors to, yeah, like everything, finances to people to ministries to teams. Yeah, I think the first year, right, I still call back every week, right? I have pastoral yeah. meeting with yeah. y'all. 
Then by second year, I was like, ha ha ha, I'm just gonna throw it all to them. Yeah. And so these peeps were were doing uni. <laughs> yeah. And running church like full-time pastors. Yeah, I remember we had like conversations like on the phone call, we'd be like, what should we do about this? <laughs> then we go, okay, we don't none of us know what to do. Then we go, what do you think PC will do in this situation? <laughs> then we just like, okay, let's go with this. Yeah. But they were amazing, lah. Y'all were amazing. Y'all grew so much during that period. Y'all didn't need me. At all. No, we still need you. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> No, they really didn't, guys. They were just fantastic. So, you know, anytime I want to leave, uh, that's it really. I'll just resign and then they can take over. <laughs> yeah, that was that was one part of it. The other part of it was, I think, just every time when PC are back, we had a lot of conversations. I think that was like the start of just having a lot of conversations. A on lot. A lot of like the social justice issues, questions in the Bible, how we read the Bible, how we think, but how does God think. I think... That was like the beginning point five, mm. six years ago. Mm. And do you mm. think all of the team responded well to that? Most. <laughs> yeah. I would say it, it really jars your thought. I, mm. I really, it really depends, I guess. Mm. Some people, for them, it's like, wow, they're learning something new. It's mm. exciting. For some, it's like, oh my, it's going to change mm. everything that I've been doing or I've been thinking yeah, that's an yeah. interesting thought, right? Because if you were to ask us, it would be a very long conversation, like what actually changed? It would mm. be so hard to pinpoint exactly to you. Like there are tangible things, lah, for sure. Yeah. But it's been such a long process that it's mm. not like you just one new teaching and then the next moment everything is fine. Like there's just repeated conversation and thinking through how to do church differently. Yeah. How to EV differently, evangelize differently, mm. how to talk speak the message of the Bible differently on the pulpit. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. So, would you say it's been an easy transition the past couple of years? I would say, wow. I would say it's been a good transition. <laughs> <laughs> Some like, things are really easy. Yeah, right? I mean like there are a lot of good that came out of that. I feel mm. like, I look at where we are at mm. as individually, as personally, plus also, in, when we when I look at our team mm. and how we've come this far, mm. the things that we are thinking about, things mm. that we are talking about, or mm. even when we talk about God or how we talk about the Bible, spirituality, or even when we talk about issues or when we converse with even our teams or our people that we're leading, it's changed so much and mm. it's really helping them to connect to God on a deeper level, I feel. Yeah, for sure. And mm. we're definitely attracting different people as well now, Hall. Yeah. People who want something more, who want to live a bigger life. Mm. I would say the ones who resonate the most with our church are going to be people like that, who want to care about making the world a better place, who want to have a deeper exchange in their character with God. Yeah. Um, I think that has definitely changed. But definitely, I think it's been both easy and hard. Mm. Like the easy part has been, I think when it's truth, right, it resonates. It sets mm. you free. You just know it's right. And you, you gravitate to it immediately one yeah. you, your, your spirit can recognize truth. well hopefully most people oh. can recognize truth but generally I think our team recognized it but the transition was difficult the, oh. having to change the habits of how we do things and mm. run church the way we do leadership was very difficult yeah and okay, yeah. more difficult for some less difficult for some yeah. like depending yes in fact finally I think the newer people have an easier time with who we are now yeah I think we have the hardest time yeah because our old 
stuff keeps yeah. coming back and yes. conflicting. But basically, maybe one of the challenges I would say maybe when we are transiting was that we know it on a heart level. Mm. Like even maybe on a head level as well. Like mm. we know what what is God things about this. But to translate it down to how it really looks like. In policy. Yeah, like in how we lead. Yeah. In, in like reshaping or asking ourselves like in every aspect of like how do we lead? How do we mentor people? Um, do we need to make adjustments to… How much space do we make for people in Yeah, like, like we have to ask a lot yeah. of questions to make those changes happen. Yeah, yeah mm. for sure. Yeah, and I would say even right now, I'll be very honest if you're listening in, like there are still going to be some people in the community that struggle. And I actually, I find actually the Christians are the ones who struggle the most. Oh, no. no, in my opinion, it, it mm. really does. But I think if they have a heart for God, mm. it, it will turn out to be a hard struggle, but it will turn out to be worth it because then those people turn out to be ones who really can... They're very grounded in their understanding of the Bible. Yeah. I think la, the ones in our church who have been Christians for a very long time, the turnaround is slower, but the, the impact that can make, make subsequently is pretty amazing. Mm. Yeah. yeah. So there's definitely a lot of positives to me compared to negatives. La. Yes. So we've definitely chosen a harder path in mm. some ways because change is always hard. But I think it's super necessary right now. And I think it's about being at the cutting edge together with God la, as He changes the church. Yeah, I was just thinking whether is is it hard and is it difficult because we're just at the really like just a starting point of the change. Mm. And maybe the whole, I mean, Christianity, church. Yeah, was... the taking the beachhead moment. Right? Oh my, <laughs> yeah. You know what they say, right? First to go, first to die. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, maybe, possibly. Mm. I don't want to be egotistical and say our church is yeah. really right, right at the cutting edge. Yeah. Because we've been inspired by so many mentors, mm. right? And yes. people whom we look up to. Um, and... Yeah, so please go listen to those people because I think they are really at the forefront. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think it is difficult because it's never been done before. There's no model for us to follow. Mm. Definitely trying to find another progressive church in Singapore has been so challenging. Because at the end of the day, right, I think if you know the two of us, the two of us are very reluctant leaders. <laughs> no, like, we love leadership, right? But we're very shy people. Mm. We, we, we hate, like... I laugh at Karis because she cannot call herself <laughs> pastor, right? But I also had that problem previously. I just refuse to call myself pastor. Because I find it awkward and weird. And like, I just really want to be a part of the team and stuff. But then mm. we're in leadership positions. So, so, I don't know. I don't have an objective eye of where it is. But definitely we tried to find friends, people, mentors. Mm. But it's been challenging. And we've had to reach quite far to find alternative voices. Yeah. Yeah. So, mm. the next thing we want to talk about is, so PC, how do we ground the idea mm. of evolving Christianity? So, for our church, right, the passage that has been very helpful, or rather the name of God that has been very helpful is, I am who mm. I am. Now, now, in Hebrew, now I'm not a Hebrew scholar, but this is simple enough. Um, that, that whole translation is not just, I am who I am. That's the shortened version. It actually means, I am who I am and I will be who mm. I will be. And so for us, right, we've chosen to take that as a, a indicator of who God is. Mm. That yeah. we believe. We still actually, if you, if you come and meet us, right, we're very conservative guys. So don't just assume we're going to be some liberals that are pushing a liberal agenda. Like we believe in the fundamentals. We believe that the nature 
and the character of God is unchanging. He is who He is. Yeah. But we also believe that the way God works, His methods, His ethics, His policies, it changes. Mm. And I think that's actually really in line with the Bible, wouldn't you say? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, because the Bible, the the rules and the laws, just even Leviticus, right, mm. was redacted and updated when they went from a nomadic people to a, to a people living in a city. And like mm. as society advanced, the rules changed as well. In Jesus' time, so many other rules have been added because society had moved on. Um, and so that is the way we choose to approach Christianity now, I think, just the general principle of how we, we look at God and we look at the Bible. Yeah. That God is the same in certain things. His character doesn't change. His values don't change. But the ways of doing things mm. definitely does. Ah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. another thing is that we do really believe in the authority of the Bible. Yes, we should. We should state that very clearly. <laughs> yes, we <laughs> Before do. Before people crucify us. <laughs> yeah, we actually believe in the authority of the Bible. We believe that um, the truth is Jesus. Yeah, we believe mm. that there is an ultimate truth. However, yeah. we don't think human beings sometimes are capable of accurately interpreting, interpreting that, truth. <laughs> yes. that truth. Yeah, so... so we just want to keep growing. Mm. And I think that's like really how it started for us, right? I went over to seminary. Mm. I learned more about the Bible. And the more I learned about God, it changed the way I did my faith. Mm. Yeah. So, so that's a great quote, right? That I wanted to throw out here. Ooh. So again, right? If you're not listening to this guy, you need to go and listen to his podcast. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and the guy is Owen McManus and Aaron McManus' his son. Okay. And they, they have the Battle Ready podcast and they run Mosaic Church in LA. And he has this Great line. He says, Yesterday's heresy is tomorrow's orthodoxy. <laughs> I just quite funny. He tells a really funny story about he said this to Brian Houston and Brian Houston was like, I hope not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But anyway, right, yeah. So so I think really if you look at the whole history of mm. Christianity and the church, what is, for example, widely accepted today was once upon a time someone's heresy. Mm. Like, for example, in Singapore, I mean, most contemporary churches, right, speak in tongues, believe in the mm. move of the Holy Spirit. Mm. But just 110 years ago, Azusa Street was highly condemned and highly controversial in the mm. church. Yeah. Mm. Whereas now it's accepted. Yeah. So I just think every evolution, which is why I think we feel so much trepidation sometimes even yeah. doing this podcast. Every evolution in the church has been met with both excitement and passion, mm. but also a lot of fear and pushback. So it's always been like polarizing in a way. Yeah, I think so. Mm. Yeah, I think so. And I think also like things that used to work in mm. church, for example, like personal salvation, prophecy, everything, it doesn't mean that it's not relevant anymore, but mm. that it has to go to another level. Especially right now lah. Because, like what we said earlier, culture is really shifting. And, and, and I think one of the big things that's happening is like ideas of power are being dismantled. People are disillusioned with authority, mistrusting of mm. authority a lot mm. of times. And, and I think another thing that's coming up is in spirituality, people are looking more at a holistic mm. view of who we yeah. are. Our soul, our emotions, our health, our mind, our mind, mm. um, our pursuits in life. There's just a very nuanced view now as compared to before, in my opinion. Lah. Especially yeah. because of like the new gen, right? Yeah. How yeah. Gen Z looks 
at the world or things about the world is shifting and is different. Yeah, isn't that so funny? Mm. I thought millennials were already a shift, eh? but now Gen Z <laughs> is a whole other shift. Yeah, so so they are definitely more social. Well, okay, this is this mm. is debatable la, yeah. for another podcast, but like they are very more hyper aware of issues. Mm. They know a lot of language. They know mental health. They know they know um, creation care, creation like justice. environmental justice, racism. Mm. They know all the all the trendy words. But again, how deeply they know those words is questionable because they could know it on a very superficial, like call out cancel mm. culture way, but not necessarily understand the real root of how to change mm. the world. Ah. Yeah. yeah, but they're definitely more aware. Mm. And I think that's a great thing. Yeah. So so like what we said, being relevant now yeah. is more than just lights. It's more than just the songs you sing. Mm. It's more than our Nike sneakers. <laughs> it's more than just changing the language on your Instagram. Yeah. You know. So so again, I think very few people right now actually blow me away mm. when I'm online. Very few. <laughs> yeah. So PZ, what does it take to evolve? What does it take to change? I should ask you that question. <laughs> okay, so it's only been five years for us. Yeah. And we're still really actually working away at it. Actually, this year has been a tough year for us mm. to work away at it. Um, but my first thing would be, I think connection with God is central. Yeah. Well, at least in the Christian context. Lah. Because for us, I think it started there. If you ask me why our church evolved, I cannot tell you that it was us. Mm. Because there are too many things in our journey that point to it's like God ordered our steps mm. and caused it to happen at the right moment, at the right time, and at the right pace over the past five years. Um, and so I just think it's got to start with God. And I think actually, mm. I, I this is my personal observation as a leader. If a church doesn't change, mm. sometimes I really do have questions whether they're still connected to God. Mm. If something is not changing, I don't mean rituals. Because mm. I think you can find God in a traditional church in a beautiful way. I Right now in my life at this point, mm. I love walking into traditional churches and being in a traditional service. Because there's space to contemplate. But the key thing is, are people's lives changing? Uh, is the way a leadership team thinks evolving? Mm. Because to me, the evidence of, of God, one of the things is change. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. You want to take number two? I think the second thing is that PC, which is to not be afraid to deconstruct. Mm. And to, to know that deconstructing is probably part of the journey of change. To, to kind of accept it and not be very fearful about it. I get that. Yeah. Oh. You've been meeting a lot of fearful Christians, huh? <laughs> but change <laughs> can be fearful, busy. I mean, yeah, I mean, is, I guess yeah. that too. Yeah. So I think the thing is to not be afraid and to, um, yeah, to, to, to walk through the whole journey mm. with God, definitely. Mm. Not run away from God and mm. figure out, but to walk yeah. it through. Yeah, I think because also for Singaporeans, right, I think, we have a lot of pressure to conform. I think mm-hmm. that's one of the biggest obstacles to church moving forward is the pressure to conform. Yeah. And I think it happens with the whole thing. Like, for us, I think, as we, one of the scary things has been like, oh my God, are we going too far off mainstream? Mm. Are we <laughs> pushing the boundaries too hard? I, yeah. That was a huge fear for us, wouldn't you say, at the beginning, mm. the first few years? Now less. La. Now we try to laugh about it. And, yeah. Yeah. 
You want to tell a funny story? <laughs> of like this, of someone who's... <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Who told us, who said that our church is... Uh, who looked at our Instagram. Oh, who looked at our Instagram and then commented and said that we are not mainstream. mainstream. <laughs> like, how do you tell that about us from looking at our Instagram? Because in other words, they're saying we are cool, I guess. I don't know. I don't think they were saying we're cool. They oh. were saying it as an insult eh, at that point. No, they said to your sister, right? Oh, yes. And then said we're not mainstream. And then your sister quit back in her head. <laughs> yeah, because Singaporean, right? you cannot say people face to face one. So she said it in her head. She's like, yeah, you're mainstream. You're, you're what? Mainstream and too late? Uh, oh no. Uh, something like that. La. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, but but we, we, we try to take a little bit more pride in it right mm. now that we're not that mainstream. We just take it as, okay, good. Then we're a little bit cutting edge. Mm. Yeah. But I will be very real. It's a real fear yeah. for us. We do get scared sometimes. Mm. Mm. What's number three? Number three is to be open to like new ideas, conversations, questions, uncertainty. Dun, dun, dun. And it's uncertainty. a difficult one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think there's a great fear in the church nowadays of being uncertain. I think we've lived too long in the absolute truth arena. Mm. The Bible says this, God told me that. And I just think it's, yeah, no. Yeah. yeah. I think faith is, inherent to faith is this idea of uncertainty. Inherent to mm. the pain of, of life and walking with God yeah. is that not everything always goes according to plan or prayer. Yeah. Yeah. So be willing to do that. Be willing to ask questions. Be willing to hear new ideas. Don't create your own echo chamber of only reading the books you want to read <laughs> and the preachers you want to listen to. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's really important. Lah. But yeah. it's really difficult to do, right, Pastor, sometimes? Yeah, I, because it's hard also. Because as a leader, I don't want people to get confused. Mm. But I do make it a point to try and expose our youth to new ideas. But depending on the person, at a rate they can handle. Mm. Like not so much confusion in follow-up lesson, for example. Yeah. That they're like, how do I be a Christian? <laughs> like too many things, right? Yeah. yeah, so we do still take it a step at a time. Yeah. But definitely if you've already been a Christian for a very long time, I think you need to get out of your echo chamber and listen to some new ideas. Huh? Mm. Yeah. Fourth one, find new and diverse voices and mentors. Yeah. Yeah. I don't really need to repeat that one. Like I said it already. Yes. But that's been hard. Yeah. That's been really, really hard. Um, and finally, number five, we put down desire to change. Mm, to transform. Mm. Yeah. So like we said, evolution's not going to be an easy fix. It's not as simple as throwing money at it. Yeah. Having a cooler stage, having, I don't know, lah, all kinds of external stuff. It's, it's an internal long hard conversation with God, hard conversation with people mm. who have different experiences, yeah. hard conversations in community instead of very authoritative, just do what I say, Christianity. Mm. Um, yeah, you just got to really, really desire to change. Ah. Yeah. But basically, I think one thing is like how we started off by saying that to evolve, God has to be the center of it. Because yes. I think for us, we really believe that yeah, I mean, hearing voices, having diverse conversations do change your perspective and your worldview, your mindset. Yeah. But I think one of the key things or one of the factors that's really important is God. Like God yeah. can really transform move and move the heart in a way that 
we can't do for ourselves yeah. or, we, or people can't do for us. And that's yeah. so important. Which is something we've observed in our church, mm. right? We Because we have a, a environment that is so diverse with with ideas and yeah. voices and what we say. There are people pick up trendy social justice language very quickly. Yeah. But we've also seen that that doesn't necessarily change their heart. It doesn't necessarily change the way they do relationships. Mm. Just because you attend a panel mm. or you Instagram or like re-Instagram somebody's mm. social justice post does not make you genuinely that person. Yeah. Yeah. So at the end of the day, we do measure it by how kind are our people becoming? How intelligent and thoughtful in their thinking are they becoming? How good are they? How more like Jesus are they becoming? Because if they are more like Jesus, they will effect change in the world. They will effect change in the church community. They will change the way they do church. Yeah. And I yeah. guess like when we talk about evolution, I think our heart is really that we want to evolve as a church to reflect the goodness of God. Yeah. The goodness of Jesus. Yeah. And the goodness of the gospel. Yeah. In a more accurate way, in an accurate light. Yeah. 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 And that is why in this podcast, we'll probably talk about anything and everything. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Because we think God is in everything. Mm. That there is something about Jesus to be found in everything. That there is something He's got to effect in everything. Yeah. Yeah. And to bridge the gap, right? Yeah. You see, with like God and the world. Like we believe yeah. there isn't that gap. Yeah. And that God is seamless and God is in everything yeah. and is in your life. Not just yeah. on a weekend, but in every day of your life. Yeah, so you'll find our church, we don't have the sacred secular divide as mm. pronounced. Yeah. Not we, that we don't believe in mm. sanctification, mm. but we don't have it as pronounced. We want to be seamless. Yeah, so I don't know, hopefully that told you a little bit about the evolution. Yep. And maybe it gives you an idea of what we might talk about in future episodes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> So we hope you keep joining us. So thanks for listening in. Um, and that's it for today. So yes. be good. Love people. Yeah. We'll see you. Hi. This has been an Uncommon Humanity podcast by The Evolution. If you enjoy hearing us ramble, leave us a review and share this with a friend. If you really, really like the content and think it matters, consider becoming a fan or supporter. You can give via theevolution.org or email us at hello at uncommonhumanity.com for more info.